Hey everybody, it's Audrey Ellis and you're listening to Ask Audrey. I was thinking today while I was at work and like eavesdropping on different people's conversations like co-workers and customers, but mainly co-workers. And I thought to myself, I wonder why people want haters. Like it seems like in this generation, everybody wants haters and I've never known that to be a good thing or to be like a desired thing. Like people want food people want water people want money but why do people want haters why does it validate a person to have haters like it seems like the natural reaction to a person getting a hater would be to feel you know negatively affected by it you feel sad you feel confused you feel scared you feel put off by it you know i think the natural reaction would be to wonder Even if you try to tell yourself you don't care what people think about you, I still think the natural reaction would be to wonder, what did you do to make this person hate on you? You know, and you would want to try to fix it. Maybe if you could, you know, maybe talk to the person or if you could try to think if there's something you might have done to offend the person or whatever the case may be. That's like my favorite phrase. But um, I just don't know. I just never knew that wanting a hater was like on the like a checklist of things to have. Or things to get before you die you know we look at our favorite celebrities and we see that you know they have a ton of haters and they still walk out into this world and hold their heads up high and smile and and continue to collect their checks as you know people say and to just garner more and more success and it looks just effortless but oftentimes you know they'll never tell us how much pain they're in from the negativity that we throw their way. And I don't mean me, like we isn't me for real. I say we just to collectively talk about us as a group and a community, but I don't throw negativity at celebrities or at people because celebrities are people, but celebrities, I guess, are different people to us. But I feel like they'll never tell us how much pain they're in because when you tell the world how much pain you're in, it just makes those negative people come at you harder and they've learned the lesson. Most of the celebrities have learned the lesson and they keep it to themselves, but just because they make it look easy doesn't mean that it's something that anyone should want. But because of social media and this social media generation, as people keep calling it, all of a sudden everyone thinks that if you don't have haters, you're not special. If no one's hating on you, you're not doing anything right. Now, granted, if you find yourself in a situation where you're at a new school or you're at a new job or you're just in a new town and people you come up to people and you're just friendly, polite, just a joy to be around, or at least you try to be, and people reject you and they don't receive you well, and it seems like they talk about you when you're not around, or even when you are around, okay, then they might be a bunch of haters, and if they are, you know, oh, someone wants to talk to me, anyway, if they are, (laughs) if they are, then you have to learn to deal with it, in the sense that you have to decide to be stronger, despite how much it may hurt your feelings and like I said the natural reaction is for it to hurt your feelings to know that people just don't like you and you've done nothing to deserve that dislike but if we're out in the world and we are looking around and try to like entice and incite like anger and hatred from others towards us and we're waiting for it to happen and when it does happen we feel joy and excitement about it then I feel like that's a problem because that to me says that you didn't actually do anything to have a hater. It's not you that people are hating on. It's what you do and what you've done. And it's, you know, I hate to say it so blunt, but it's your fault. 
you know, for like I said, the example I made before, for a person who comes to a new town and tries to be nice and the people just don't like them, it's not their fault that people don't like them. They have to just try to get stronger and walk through the hate and work through the hate and grow through the hate and, you know, not let it bring them down, not, it, not let it break them. But for the person who is out in the world saying, I want to post pictures online to make people feel jealousy. I want to date this guy to make people feel envy. I want to spend this money that I don't have to make people think I'm something I'm not and make people feel less than because they can't do what I can do, even though I can't really do what I'm showing people like I'm, I can't do. You know, if you're going out there trying to bring about that emotion from other people, that the envy and the jealousy from other people, then when you get it, it's not <laughs> naturally earned and it's not naturally deserved and it's not healthy. You know, you you have to kind of examine your life and try to figure out what it is that makes you think that the only way you have value in this world is if people don't like you. Most people, and I don't know, when I was growing up, I feel like most people wanted everyone to like them. That was like the goal. Like you want everyone to like you because it made you feel special, made you feel popular, made you feel wonderful. Now granted, that's not good either because everyone's not going to like you no matter how nice you are. So we can't have it either way, like 100%. You can't have all haters and you can't have all lovers. I use that term loosely because you know what I mean. But when I was growing up, most people wanted the whole world to love them. I mean, look at look at celebrity back in the day compared to celebrity today. Back in the day, everybody loved the hottest celebrities, whether it was like Whitney Houston or Michael Jackson or Janet Jackson, you know, Eddie Murphy, Denzel Washington, like whoever, Will Smith, everyone loved the celebrities. And so I guess that's kind of what it is. Whatever society, however society reacts to Hollywood is how we in society want people to react to us. So when I was growing up, all the celebrities went into the world, into Hollywood and, and did something so that the whole world would think that they were great and the whole world would love them. So then as a kid, my mind said, oh, that's pretty cool. So, you know, the goal is to try to be as friendly and as loving and share whatever my gifts are with the world to try and get love back. I have to be honest. I was raised in that type of generation where the celebrities showed me that's how life goes. Nowadays, because of social media, all celebrities seem to have to work through and deal with is hatred. So now the social media celebrity is like waiting for haters, wanting haters, trying to generate hate and haters, trying to post pictures and post stories and things like that, making it seem like their life is bigger and better and greater than the next person. And it makes no sense, but I think I, I think I kind of get it. The celebrities this day and age live through hate and they make it seem so great. Like, don't worry about the haters. I'm not letting the haters stop me. Hate if you want to, you know, all these different things. And so now we are doing the same thing. So it's reflective. What happens in Hollywood happens in, I don't know, I just had like an epiphany about that. It seems like things, the tide has turned, but I hope one day it turns back because, or not even turns back. I hope one day it evens out or balances out. I guess that would be too much like a perfect world. It's probably more likely that the cycle will just like repeat itself. But I don't know, I just think it's better to go out into the world and try to do things to make people love you and to more than just make people love you. I think it's better to do things to make people feel love from you. So if you get love back, you know you've done something to deserve it. Instead of going out to the world trying to make people hate you, because you're going to get the hate back. And even then, you don't necessarily deserve it, but somehow it fuels you. Somehow it makes you feel good. 
anyway i took a cbd i'm feeling really really calm and relaxed so i don't know if like the end of this is like going into a little bit of a loop i may not even post it i don't know but i was just thinking about that because it just baffles my mind that we desire to be hated that makes no sense like hate is when was hate ever a good thing when will hate ever be a good thing we know what hate breeds and we know what hate does to people so why do we want it so badly why do we want to make people feel it towards us so badly and then wonder why our lives are miserable and wonder why we're not happy wonder why we're anxious and depressed and sad and it just makes no sense i want to give love so that i receive love back i don't want to give hate and i don't want to receive hate back now i know i'm going to receive hate because people are just like that but i continue to try and walk in love and try to focus on the love that i get from other people because it just makes life easier. I remember I had a friend when I was growing up and her mother used to say, it takes more energy to put hate out into this world than it does to put out love. So when people do bad stuff to you, you have to try to find a way to work through it and move through it because if you give it back to them, you're gonna be exhausting too much of your energy on that. But if you just decide to let it go, then you, you will have saved energy, you will have saved your peace and it works a lot better for life in the future and I never forgot that and I try to do that and like I always say the things I try to do I seem to do it more than not but of course I'm human and sometimes things happen but for the most part I try to to live more peaceful and more loving as opposed to accepting and reacting to the meanness and the hatred and the evil that inevitably comes around all of us so I thank you so much for listening. I think I will post this because regardless of how many loops I went in, like I said, I took a CBD and although it's not psychoactive, it's very relaxing. So <laughs> anyway, there are about four people on average who've been listening to my podcast and I just want to say thank you so much. I really, really appreciate you for listening. And I don't even know for sure if it's the same four people or if it's a new batch of four every single time, but it's just been the number four. First it was three and now I got a fourth one. So thank you so much for joining this community and hopefully it grows and we can talk and you can email me at askaudreypodcast at gmail.com and ask me questions. Like I love right now. I'm just doing hypothetical scenarios because no one's asked me a question just yet for me to be able to respond to, but I wait for the day that someone writes in and says, hey, I'm having a dilemma in this situation and I need your help. Can you give me some advice? And when someone asks that question and I read it, then I will read the question but not give the name because I'm not, what's not I'm <laughs> anonymity, it's not going to like I have a cold, anonymity is important to me if a person wants it to be, you know, given to them. So I won't have to read the name and you can put a little nickname in your email just to give me something to call you to know that I'm reading your question because you never know, people might have similar questions. So you can just put a little nickname in there and say, call me Cherry Blossom or call me CBD <laughs> or whatever the case may be. But anyway, I thank you all for listening and I hope you listen again tomorrow. Thank you.